0: Uh, Hello Blankies, welcome to an emergency mini-sode. This is Blank Check with Griffin and David. I am Griffin Newman. I'm David Sims. Now usually this is a podcast about tomographies, directors who experience early success and are given a series of blank checks. And sometimes those checks clear and sometimes
1: they bounce, baby. And today a check has bounced. Dramatically. (laughs) <laughs> Although, actually, I think he, he he's going to cash a check, to be
0: fair. I think he's been cashing checks for the last 18 months on the preparatory work he's done on this project.
1: Yeah, there, there's there been a few checks
0: cashed. I, I think so. I think he has made more money for not working on this movie than you or I will ever make in our entire careers.
1: That That is for sure correct. He probably makes more money going to some meeting than I will ever make in my entire career. This episode is called
0: Here Today, Gone <laughs> Uh
1: Is that actually how you say his name, or is it Trevorrow? Is it Trevaro? I actually have no idea.
0: I've, I've heard it both ways. I've always said it Trevorrow, but I'm now changing my pronunciation in order to make that joke land.
1: And I think it landed so beautifully.
0: I think so, too. Uh, uh, J.D. Amato, past and future guest friend of the show, suggested that we call the episode "Trevaro Never Comes," but I think oh, that th- we can save that name for Colin Trevorrow's sex tape. Yeah, that oh
1: God, <laughs> that's a little too like elegaic for me. You know that 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 that's sort of a nice poetic title. This is not a poetic time for Colin Trevorrow. Yes. Uh, yes. Ding dong, the witch is
0: dead. Colin Trevorrow is no longer directing Star Wars
1: episode 9. Now, go on. I mean, you and I have talked Star Wars a couple times on this podcast. We've talked Colin T. before. We've talked Colin T. We've talked about his great works, especially his most recent great work, The Book of Henry. Mm, His magnum opus.
0: I mean, I think the film that really... He opened his
1: art heart
0: and and showed us everything he had inside.
1: Yeah, that is true, and more. Yes, it was extra. He gave us some extra. Yeah, he's he's been pretty extra recently, and now he is uh, extra. He, he's extra necessary, i.e., like they don't need him. He is extra. He is now like yeah. a, the, I can't I can't complete this metaphor. Help Help me out here. I, I'm, I, I can't. Look, these
0: these are extraordinary times. I, 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 I'm i in shock. You know, I feel like right now it falls upon us to act as, as Walter Cronkite did on the night of the JFK assassination, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, solemnly remove our glasses, mop our brows. Yes. I mean,
0: we are not the ones breaking this news, but I, I think it's a chaotic time and people don't know what to think, and we are here to try to make sense of this. I mean, I feel, I feel great about brain. it. I don't know about you. I feel great. I'm in a really
1: good mood. I'm really happy he's I know. gone. I know. It's sort you know, it's that, like, that's sort of, like, usually when something like this happens, you have those mixed emotions where you're like, oh, you know, the guy's losing his job. And, you know, no one ever wants to, like, root for someone to get fired or whatever. But with this, I'm like, look, I'm sure he's making money anyway. I'm sure they're, yeah. like, they're just, he they're considering him a sunk cost. And uh, he was going to be the director of the episode nine. Like, that, that, that's yeah. just simply unacceptable. Now, I, I've i heard people
0: say, you know what, I was fine with him directing it. I was resigned to episode nine being mediocre because that's the way the other trilogy worked.
1: Sure, Richard, Return of the Jedi. No one never remembers the name of that, that, you know, Richard Marquand. Anyway, who cares? He'll be on a tight right. leash. Like, these were all the arguments. Right, okay. Here, here are three counter-arguments to that. Two- I,
0: I would be astonished if Con Colin Trevorrow, Trevorrow were capable of producing a return of the Jedi. Batting at that level, right? B, you still had Lucas at full strength overseeing everything at that point. You have Kathy Kennedy, who's like directing all the traffic, but she's not the brain source in that kind of way. And three, don't we want a better world? than the world that existed before us? Don't we want society to progress and evolve? Shouldn't we complete a trilogy successfully?
1: Right, yeah. Why, would, why must we re, re, uh, redo the sins of the past, the mistakes of our forefathers? Exactly. Let's, let's, exactly. let's try and give this to a nice, uh, good filmmaker.
0: Yeah. Now, now, this is the big question. Who should take over? At the time we're recording this, a couple days after the news broke, there have been a stunning lack of leaks. Because I feel like very quickly after the Lord and Miller firing, Howard was thrown out as name. they had
1: their shortlist start- right away.
0: You were starting to get reports of of what went wrong there, and we still haven't heard much other than Kathy Kennedy probably saw a book of Henry.
1: Well, let me backtrack and tell you what I've been reading on the the gossip blogs, because okay. I feel like this is crucial to why maybe sure. we don't have a short list, so okay. You know, a couple months ago. Well, you know, we know all the other Kathleen Kennedy fired the directors of Han Solo, like you mentioned. You know, she's not been afraid to throw the baby out with the bathwater if she thinks it's uh, as, for the you know vision she as has. As Mike
0: Ryan tweeted, there have now been
1: more former Star Wars directors than successful Star Wars directors. That is uh, essentially accurate. Yes. So you've got Trevorrow. He's uh, he was hired to direct Episode Nine practically like. Like a year and a half ago, right? Like you know, at the same time as they hired Ryan Johnson, pretty much. More like two years. at
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like a long time
1: ago. So then the book of Henry comes out far, far away. Exactly. Uh, Then the book of Henry comes out. It's uh, a critical disaster. Uh, It's certainly there's a lot of hubris on all sides there because Colin Trevorrow seems a little blindsided by it. Right. We do our
0: episode. We dunk on him hardcore. It's even more embarrassing
1: because we have the final word on everything. Exactly. Slam dunk the funk, you know, and and all that. And uh, Booker Henry, you know, on balance, bad movie. Yes. And yes. Agreed. Agreed. What, the worst. What, what, you're, what I'm reading in uh, the especially there's this Vulture piece that hit today written by Chris Lee that seems to suggest that Colin Trevorrow and this is Chris Lee's words, not mine, is a slightly arrogant man. Interesting. I don't, I don't mean to blow the doors off here, but the Colin Trevorrow, after making one indie movie and then getting hired to make Jurassic World, has a somewhat inflated opinion of himself as a filmmaker. Interesting. I'm just letting all of this settle in because I know it's something that none of us could have ever considered. And no, so, Never. Uh, because he was blessed by Steven Spielberg, you know, with the Jurassic World hiring and he was blessed by other big shots like Brad Bird, who sort of apparently recommended him for the star Wars gig because of all that, he had his idea of whatever episode nine was going to be. And he, uh, you know, he was, uh, running with that very, very confident of himself. And it sounds like Kathleen Kennedy was, uh, incredibly, uh, not confident about his idea for episode nine hmm
0: Now so, now like uh go ahead. about a month ago they brought on a new writer to take over yes. the script, which Jack previously Thorne. he Yes. So uh because that... he had previously been in charge of writing.
1: Exactly. Him and his partner, uh, Derek Connolly or whatever his name is, that's his name? Right. Screenwriter of Monster Trucks, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, maybe it was because they had a Creech-centric episode nine. I don't know the details of what his pitch were. but And yeah, we know right. at this
0: point that America is not ready to meet Creech.
1: Those America lessons could have been learned by him. America proved that it was not ready. Maybe Colin Trevor thought it would be ready in 2019. I can't tell you for sure. And so... He's got this story pitch that clearly, right, they're rejecting it. They're like, we're going to bring in a new writer. And it does seem something came to a head. And Kathleen Kenny was like, you got to go. Uh, if you, mm-hmm. you read this vulture piece, I do not. I will read it as soon as this episode is done, which is
0: the I, wrong time to look to it in relation to this episode.
1: I just want to um, read you the last line of it. Please do. A lot of these guys got very rich very fast and believed a lot of their own hype and they don't play by the rules. They want to do shit differently and Kathleen Kennedy isn't going to fuck around with that. So there you go. Uh, So in charge, I don't know. I feel like, well, the rumor or whatever, the thing people seem to be sort of whispering is like, why not just keep around Ryan Johnson? Seems like everyone's pretty happy with episode eight. That all seemed to go smoothly. I, just I agree. Keep him? Now,
0: right. By all accounts, that has been the only Star Wars movie produced without a completely dramatic development and production.
1: Purpose, <laughs> right.
0: right. Yes. Correct. So a, I'd say, let him keep driving the car. No need to to take new shifts, you know, on the road trip. But. Uh, would B, you even say, let him keep driving the speeder? Yes, I would. Let him keep driving the speeder. Right. Yeah. Um, B, I would say it's a weird position now, but like, I wouldn't wish a Star Wars movie upon my favorite filmmakers anymore. It's a bit of a poison chalice. People up and spit them out.
1: Yes. It's true. You know, everyone immediately takes to Twitter and they pick their favorite ever director, essentially, or maybe some young up and coming star. And they're like, they should do it. And it's like, clearly, there is a lot of thought about how this plane should be landed. And Kathleen Kennedy is the primary auteur of, like, you know, what Star Wars is going to look like. So I don't know. Yeah, if you really want to waste the you know feature debut of some big director you love, or you know like the the blockbuster debut, I mean, on this, they're just going to get swallowed whole. Right, or even worse, like waste them
0: not working on another movie because they spend nine months in development on a Star Wars movie
1: and then get pushed off of it. Right, or they get like you know pushed aside while recuts happen or whatever. Right. Any of that.
0: If Ryan Johnson seems to have figured out how to work within this system successfully, which by all accounts he has, and the movie itself is really strong and represents his own sensibility and his own like perspectives as a filmmaker, then let him make every
1: single Star Wars movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, just hand it over to him if he's I mean, if he wants to do it, he may uh, not forever. I mean, you know. He tweeted a month
0: ago. I I will make as many Star Wars movies as they let me make. I've had a great time working on this.
1: I wonder if that is a genuine. And I don't mean to say anything, but I wonder if Ryan uh, maybe felt anything in the earth. You know, he heard some trembles. A disturbance in the force. You're saying? (laughs) Yes. How did I? Yes, exactly.
0: because the other Um, obvious answer was would they circle back around to JJ Abrams? And JJ sure. has like sure. conclusively said, like, I did my Star Wars no movie, thanks. I don't
1: want to do enough. Right. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a trying thing and he has a family that he's obviously very uh intent on being around as much as possible. And episode seven like took him away from them. So yeah, like he doesn't want to do it. Forget him. But clearly, yes, they want a steady hand. They want like they want some sort of practice experienced hand at the tiller. Do you have anyone in particular you'd love for this? Like you know, Brad Bird's busy. Like the original sort of choice for this, like who who are we going to have? I, I mean, my my answer is like my list begins and ends with Ryan Johnson. Like honestly, there you, you go. Well, wow. one endorsement.
0: I, I mean, I see the other people who are thrown out, and I love the idea of in my mind's eye them being able to make that movie successfully. But I don't have any faith in that being able to happen. You know. Yeah, I mean, I guess the second best option is, like, Ava DuVernay has been very vocal about her fandom of Star Wars and how much she'd love to make one. She just made a big sci-fi movie for Disney. Is that movie is good, if they're know, happy with that, what were you going to say? Go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, she just feels no, like I, this I, sort of easy option for people to sort of uh, go to right because again she's this up and coming I don't know does she really want to make this movie it just it feels like a nightmare Ava DuVernay she worked in PR for years she knows how solve, this shit works she, like she knows what a great. mess it is And also remember she
0: was the first choice for Blank Black Panther she met with them and said this is what I'd want to do. They said yeah. this is what not what we do at Marvel and she left and decided to make her own like original
1: blockbuster you know adapt a thing that wasn't part of a franchise well, Yeah but she I made think it with the Disney would happen in Right. Yeah, right. yeah, but she is in the Disney home right now. Like she made. She, right. She's making Disney's big March release next year, which is why I think people keep banning um, her. Now. And is a vocal he, fan of Star Wars. Well, look, I think two things are going to happen. Like one or the other, right? Something like the Han Solo thing, where like three weeks from now we see like a short list, you know, sure. like and like Robert Zemeckis is on it or whatever, you know, like some sort of like very established. Uh, old school Spielberg generation guy like Ron Howard was, you know. right? Yeah. Exactly, and then maybe some other names or whatever, and they pick from that. Or we don't hear a lot, and then they're just like, "Ryan Johnson did a great job," or maybe even the Last Jedi comes out and it, you know, whatever does well, and they're like, "Like, wait, hey, Episode Eight looks great. Episode Nine is going to be by the same guy. Like, nothing to see here, folks."
0: That, that's kind of my prediction. I mean, right now, I think they have Episode Nine scheduled for. Uh, may of that may. year because they've made this may shift. I think they push it back to yeah, December, might- and I quietly announced, you know, in order to to work around yeah, Ryan no. Johnson's press schedule for Last Jedi, and they just let him that all makes sense. Continue driving the car
1: because you know, as we know, and it's very sad. Carrie Fisher died, and they were all pretty clear about like we had a rough idea of where Episode Nine was going to end and like you know how the arcs are going to regress and now that's going to have to be different so there's definitely like someone needs to come in and write star wars episode nine like be it ryan johnson or someone else like that job has not been completed it's not like they have it ready the script is ready and it's like we just need uh a solid hand to come in here and get everything done like how return of the jedi sort of worked. You know, George Lucas was like, I know what the movie is, someone here and someone just come in and direct it. Because they've been all
0: pretty clear that as much as there was a master design for these three movies, the idea was seven is Han's movie, eight is Luke's movie, nine is Leia's movie.
1: It does seem that way. So yeah. That's a bummer. It's a major, Um, major bummer. But Colin Trevorrow not making episode nine is a major success. Yep, we won. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to kill us. No, he's not. He doesn't know who we are.
0: I mean, I'll say, you know, I've always been worried a little bit, a little bit about how much I shit talk him.
1: You do. You do like to make fun of him.
0: I do. And and I do it publicly and I do it loudly and I do it frequently.
1: Yeah. And he was still
0: in a position, right, of directing a massive, massive movie. He still had that career cachet, right? Yeah. And I went into my manager's office the day the news broke because I had to self-tape an audition. And they said like, hey, you must be excited about that uh, Colin Trevorrow news, huh? And I was like, yeah. oh, no one is worried about the ramifications of me talking
1: negatively about him anymore. I mean, he's at a low ebb right now. Yes, yeah. I did this whole six-week press tour for The Tick,
0: which ended yes. with me in Australia at night doing phoner interviews with people in India. And the final question I had on the final interview at the end of this six weeks was, uh, you've been very outspoken in your hatred of Colin Trevorrow. Can you tell us
1: what's behind that? Who is that? Who asked that? They must listen to the podcast. They must. They must. They have to. That's where you do most of your, I know you like tweet about it occasionally, but come on. Like that's, that's a blank check. man. I believe some blankies also included that as a trivia fact on my IMDb page. Uh Oh, so maybe they were just reading right off of your Wikipedia or IMDb or whatever.
0: It might be. Also on Wikipedia, I'm listed as being married to TC-14. Thank you very much for that.
1: Oh, that, I, shit, I was actually going to bring that up. I think that's, you know, especially a lot of people have said, you know, a woman has never made a Star Wars movie, uh, and that's something that needs to change. TC-14 has been steeped in Star Wars. For a very long time. We've never seen conclusive evidence that she died. So she probably is uh-huh. still alive because that's how it always works. I mean, right. my, grandmother, my you saw how she served alive. that tea. She knows what a yeah. Jedi is. She can recognize them with her own eyes. I the think she's of a, a pretty hand. logical choice. Sorry?
0: No, she's a steady hand. I mean, she never dropped a tea. And I also think you're right oh. that we haven't had an actor from a Star Wars movie, direct a Star Wars movie. But of course, who would know the inner workings of a Star Wars shoot better than someone who's quietly been on the inside for 20
1: years? If not longer. Who knows how long TC-14's really been going for it?
0: Well, it was a long time ago. The it's far, far away. We don't know.
1: Exactly. So, TC-14, I would say, definitely at least on my top five candidates, I just wanted to get that out there. I'm looking at my IMDb
0: trivia page right now, and it says, on multiple occasions, Newman has stated his personal disdain for director Colin Trevorrow and has vowed to never work with him. He considers Trevorrow to be morally bankrupt and minimally talented.
1: So thank that you to whoever is, wrote uh, something that. you should get off of your IMDb page, in my opinion. Immediately, if not sooner. <laughs> morally bankrupt. Like that's not the kind of thing you want any director to see, (laughs) Jesus. And you only have nine items of trivia. This is one of nine items. Yeah, one of
0: them is just the fact that you and I have a podcast together.
1: Yeah, uh, another one is uh, three of them are the names of your family. So it's really like there's five other items. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I, you know, and one I'm, of them I'm, is I'm, that you I'm, dropped out of college, and one of them is that you were fired from Mulaney. So this is like not the best IMDb trivia page <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> you might want to like get your favorite kind of melon on there or something. You know, some nice sort of like regular facts. Well, we all know that Honeydew is the money melon,
0: but Agreed. but also I like that the other the other fact is that I base my running off of the T one thousand in Terminator two.
1: Yeah that's the one good fact that and that you host blank check everything else is basically like he dropped out of college he didn't get jobs or he has a family which like congratulations right now you know
0: this is just an emergency minisode i I think we got to wrap this up you're in toronto yeah we're on the phone right
1: now i'm in i'm in toronto at the toronto film festival i'm seeing movies i'm gonna go talk to george clooney in like three hours Okay, shut up, dude. Fucking like humble yeah. brag.
0: I, I think we should wrap this up, but I, I want to leave our listeners with, with one final plea, okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. For years now, I've been telling people that if you see director Colin Trevorrow on the street, give him a kick
1: in the penis. Uh, oh, boy. God, even when he's down uh, like this? Well, no, That is my exact point. Okay. I am
0: now lifting my fat loss. I'm saying if, if you see Colin Trevorrow on the street, give him a pass. Guy's going through a tough time right now. Public firing. He's eating crow. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying if you see Colin Trevor on the street, neither kick nor punch
1: his penis. That is my official decree. Give the it's guy happened. A break. Let it not be said that the blank checks podcast is not just and fair. Now, if I hear of any penis kicks or
0: punches, I'm going to be very, very disappointed.
1: Very disappointed. Yeah, Um, And uh, that's your final call. I I think it's very... We we should just call you Judge Newman from now on. So it shall be. And, you know, if they ever make a judge, too, you should probably be in it. Right. And then we'll do judging the judge, judge. Judge to hyper judge. Yeah, judging the judge to hyper judge. Exactly. Hyper judge, judging, hyper judging the judge, colon the judge to hyper judge. Yes. I just sequel uh, both the name of the movie and the name of the podcast about the movie. And those, of course, are your final thoughts? Of course. That's how I wanted yes. to end this. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 oh, we love you, Ben. Uh, yeah, this is crazy. We we had a whole phone call, cross-country phone call, just to talk about fucking Colin Trevorrow getting fired. May his name never be uttered again. It was an emergency mobisode, and,
0: and look, I, a mobisode, mini-sode, but maybe you're listening to it on your phone. Uh, I I pray we never have to do it again. Exactly. Thank you all for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> thank you for our social media oh boy thank you Elaine Montgomery for our theme song Joe Bone and Pat Reynolds for our artwork tune in in a couple days for The Devil Wears Prada with my sister Romilly Newman yeah it's gonna be good and as always what were you gonna say? I said it's gonna be good Devil Wears Prada oh it's a good app it's a good app we got it in the can it's a good app
1: yep
0: and as always